Welcome to BR in Education. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of VR in Education. In today's episode, we get to talk to William or Bill Tustin. He's CEO of Centric, and he's the principal of Chicken Waffle Games. Welcome to the show, Bill. Oh, hi. <laughs> so, this is usually a standard question I use in most of uh, my podcasts and interviews, and that is everybody's usually curious what got you interested in VR in the first place. Um, I got interested in VR. Um, I own another company actually called Archeo, and um, we were doing a lot of banking applications. And um, Cenatec came out of the, um, that company where – I just noticed, um, you know, a lot, a lot of our clients were talking about, you know, virtual reality and augmented reality. And, you know, basically we decided to form a new company to get into that space. What is, let's unpack Centec and then uh, Chicken Waffle. What are those, start with Centec. What is Centec's uh, mission or what does it do? Um, well, Centec is um, an LV, LBVR. So basically, um, we're really a technology software company, but we opened up a LBVR about four years ago in 2016 in a um, typical, I would call it a typical American suburban community. And the whole idea is why it's called center. You know, the word center is that we want to be the center of the community um, to work with like local schools, businesses, and basically um, handle, you know, VR and AR applications. But what it became was when we opened, um, we basically had like a lot of um, children between the ages of uh, eight years old to about 15 that were basically packing our place to play basically um, VR games. Um, we did that for several months. Then all of a sudden, um, different organizations like um, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts and schools started reaching out to us. Um, and, you know, they started saying, hey, you know, um, VR really seems, you know, it's getting, you know, the hype, you know, just basically the hype is getting bigger and they really wanted their students to start learning about uh, virtual reality and objective reality. So we kind of, I don't want to use the word pivot because it's to the same place, but we started focusing on um, having a lot of schools come in on field trips. And were they pining for more traditional educational experiences or were they happy to use kind of, I call them the, the edu games these are games that uh, uh, on the surface may feel like, you know, more entertainment, but when you unpack them and look at them more carefully, actually offer lots of uh, learning and value. Well, the kids want to do what they see on YouTube, which would be games like Job Simulator and Rec Room. But the um, teachers and the school administrators are very interested in the educational aspect of it. So, um, you know, the two different goal points. So we kind of combined it with um, both, you know, some titles that the, the kids will recognize. So they'll be excited. And, you know, of course, we, you know, we did a lot, lot with the education. So the, um, you know, the, the teachers and the um, moms and the school administrators would be happy. How did you end up uh, getting involved in partnering then with Chicken Waffle? 
So what happened was um, we were doing a lot of, um, so you got to remember, we go back, yeah, a lot of people are new to this field, especially in the education field, but we've been doing it since 2016. So originally um, when we were going to schools, we were using Google Expeditions. And um, at the time, because VR was so new, the Expeditions were able to fit that, you know, you know, the schools, the, the children and the, and the administrators were content with the Google Expeditions, which were really with 360 videos. They weren't interactive educational experiences, but they were so new to VR that they was they were still very, um, you know, excited about it. But um, as time was going on, we started realizing that they really needed to do more um, VR, um, you know, interactive experiences. So I started, you know, looking for interactive experiences and it really wasn't anything out there as related to education at that time. Um, but then um, a lot of people started recommending, you know, chicken and waffle to me, um, you know, several, I don't want to name names, but several pretty big people in the industry that I spoke to, you know, I would go to shows, like I would go to um, VR Fest in um, Amsterdam, um, you know, AWE, um, you know, CES, and they all kept on recommending the same company. It seemed like um, there was this company that they were all using for their white label projects. You know, um, they, Chicken Waffle actually did a lot of work with the Merge Cube, just Jump Ed, um, you know, just in certain, you know, they've done a lot of education stuff for, you know, more li- white label projects. So when I would talk to the experts, they kept them re- recommending the same company to me. So you, did you end up approaching them and saying, listen, you know, we'd like to invest in uh, your gaming company and I want to be the principal, uh, however you use that title, principal, or um, like, how is that relationship now? We had a lot of, um, I don't want to say the word IP, but a lot of knowledge what the schools and the educators were looking for at Senatech. And Chicken and Waffle had um, a lot of knowledge on how to make great educational games um, or, you know, experiences, I would call them, not games, they're not really games. So one of the things we talked about is how do we, you know, of course we signed an NDA with them, but after discussing with them, I think um, we, wow, we probably talked to them about six months it finally came to the conclusion, like, why don't we make a, um, you know, venture capitalist, you know, investment in that company and basically we'll become part of them. Um, you know, we've talked about merging the two companies right now. We kind of operate separately, but there's been a lot of talk. You know, we always like to say we're kind of one and the same, but we are legally separate companies. But um, basically that how that, that relationship came. And they really had, uh, I mean, the programs there, they really have a love for um, AR and VR education with students. So it's uh, it was a really great fit for us. They have such a unique name. Do you know how they came up with or what the meaning is behind their name? <laughs> All right. Um, so the co-founder, which his name is Finn Staber, um, he actually founded the Wave VR. And um, he was basically, you know, he's a CTO of the Wave VR. He was a co-founder. Um when he was leaving away VR, he was thinking of, you know, um, starting his own company and, um, you know, with a whole, whole group of programmers. And when they were, when he was at the way VR, they were actually um, traveling around the world, you know, doing wave concerts. And he would always have chicken and waffles for breakfast. And <laughs> he was literally at breakfast, you know, telling somebody about his idea. Hey, you know, I'm going to leave the way VR because, um, you know, I think Vibe X invested in them. Um, I don't know the, all the details of the way VR, but they, he was sitting down with, you know, some VCs and they were discussing names 
And, you know, he's sitting there eating a plate of chicken and waffles. And he's like, you know, I think I'm going to call it chicken and waffles because he learned a lot traveling the world with the wave. So he just felt like that would be a great name. And the guy's like, that's a great name. Um, he never really, he's told me the name, but I don't want to mention the gentleman's name. You know, I don't know if, you know, <laughs> but they, they, and when he mentioned to a few other people, they love that name. It was an easy, memorable name, you know, chicken waffle. It's fantastic. Yeah. One of the, re- Bill, one of the reasons I sought you out on uh, LinkedIn was because of one of chicken waffles, very popular games and so unique. It's called uh, baby hands. And it offers such an interesting way to enter and go about the game. Players need to crawl around like they're uh, a little baby. And depending on the different modules of the game, you know, it could be inside a house. I know then that they upgraded to other types of experiences like a soccer game. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? Because a lot of the listeners may not even be familiar with the the very popular Baby Hands game by Chicken Waffle. Okay, well, Baby Hands VR uh, is one. It was actually the first Chicken and Waffle non-white label project. As I said, they've done like thirty-seven white label projects for quite a lot of large companies. And when they released Baby Hands, is actually their own title game. You know, under uh, you know under the name of Chicken and Waffle. Um, it, it's a sandbox game, and one of the really unique things about that is. And uh, I think you've played it before. You really, there's no, you don't get sick playing it. It's basically very natural, you know, because you move your hands. Um, it, they're very conscious of that, that they wanted people to be able to play and not get ill. Another thing they did with that game is that it works with all languages. It doesn't have any language in it. So it's a game that worldwide could play. So when they released that game, all the YouTubers started playing it. Um, YouTubers like Dan TDM, PewDiePie, um, Jacksepticeye. Um, when you add up the amount of, I mean, there, there were guys like Dan TDM that played it like 10 times and we're getting 30 million views at a time. When you add up the amount of views of that game, um, it's over, I mean, last time we counted, it was like 650 million YouTube views, um, you know, between all the YouTubers. We've actually been at festivals and shows where um, we did like a Minecraft festival where all the children knew baby hands. And I, I have a 14-year-old son, and he, I drive him crazy because I'll see his friends, and I'll just ask him, hey, do you guys know the title baby hands? And one of the things I've noticed, if you ask like 10 kids, probably six to seven of them will know baby hands. And they all say the same thing that they've seen on YouTube. Most of them have not played it because they don't have VR headsets. Um, so I, I when we, really, we, we actually did do a Quest version, but Oculus basically, you know, Oculus Quest basically said, oh, you know, that game was released two years ago. We only go with new games, but um, which I think is very foolish on their end because I think they would have quite a lot of young children buying that game. But we do it on a regular Oculus and Vibe and Magic Leap. Um, that's the release version. You did mention um, a lot of other games that we made with Baby Hands. We have not released them yet. Um we, you know, as you said, Baby Hands Soccer, we have Baby Hands Magic Kingdom, we have Baby Hands Daycare, which is a, all those games are multi, multiplayer games. Um, so we have not released that in the market yet, but we do have um, quite a lot of um, titles coming out in Baby Hands, along with um, a few other titles that we've won, won several awards that we showed at AWE and CES that we won several awards on this year. Wow. Firstly, I am incredibly bewildered and surprised that uh, Oculus wouldn't want to put it on the Quest side of things. 
Yeah, yeah. actually, I should I probably should have said that because I know Finn's got a really great relationship with them, but basically, you know, I mean, you know, I I don't know what's on the air, so I gotta be careful what I say. But but they didn't. We we do have a quest version. That's why, and we've been told not to put it on side side load. Um, I shouldn't say that either. Side quest, yeah. That was yeah, my next question. Uh, yeah, it's a very – I don't want to get into that. <laughs> but the, okay. Yeah, because we, we're an official Oculus vendor, you know. I do want to talk about the game a bit more just because, uh, as I mentioned earlier on in the show, uh, one of my mantras, one of the things that I try and push not only on this show but uh, when I talk to other educators is the idea that there are tons of off-the-shelf I, again, I use the term edu games out there that teachers can uh, sink their teeth into and use within their schools that I think, you know, you talked about your 14-year-old son knowing about baby hands. This is a game that is growing in the educational community because people are starting to realize that VR is best used when it's grappling with big ideas or concepts that can't be really taught by a textbook. And baby hands is beautiful because, you know, the big idea that we're really trying to teach in schools, which is concept-based learning, comes from the word perspective. So, you know, getting kids to crawl around like a baby. And I know it, in the the house version, you know, you can get into a lot of trouble in baby hands as a baby. You can go into the bathroom, you know, you could turn on the water to the tub, you know, you can play with the toilet, you know, so to have a, a student or anyone for that matter, crawl around the house and like you said, almost like in a sandbox discovery format and see what sort of trouble you can get into makes this game so valuable to teachers and educators for learning. Yeah, uh, wait till you see the multiplayers. I mean, you know, we've had a lot of thoughts like Baby Hands um, and Chemistry um, where, you know, when we, we showed Baby Hands Avatar, one, one, one of the biggest things we've had to build was a whole system for all the avatars, which we're done with, where, you know, like, as you said, like you get 30 students in a classroom and they could all pick the baby avatar and do, um, you know, science and, you know, learn a language. I mean, there's so much you could do with that title, actually, as it relates to education. Oh, I can't wait. I, like I said, I, it's now one of my go-to uh, games or applications that I use when I promote it to other teachers, if I'm doing a workshop, et cetera, and people just are... You know, they're giddy because it's so fun, but they're also, I never thought of using uh, VR applications like this. And uh, so, you know, I thank you guys for that. Do you have any idea when the the multiplayer and the soccer ones will be released or is that still sort of up in the air? Um, what? The current crisis, a lot of things have changed. <laughs> we basically <laughs> yeah. a lot of it. I mean, we showed last May at AWE where we end up being best in show VR you know, over like thousands of vendors at AWE in Santa Clara last year. Um, we did show um, a few of the baby hands titles that we have coming out, um, along with a, a, another game we have called Blazer League. Um, like what? Like I'll give you an example: baby hands soccer. You get exhausted playing that game. You basically kick a side. You use your hands when you basically um, hit a soccer and that's kind of, um, you know, it's a good, good way to get children to exercise. You know, right now mm. they're, not, they're sitting on the, I'm pretty sure there's thousands of kids at home right now playing video games constantly, not getting any exercise. And that would be a great title. If it was released where at least they would get exhausted. Um, you know, you get tired playing. We, we actually, 
the same thing other game blazer league um you get exhausted playing those games but um you know that that's one of the things we try to do is you know we have to think about like the mom's goals and the educator's goals um and, and same thing you know keep the children interested and the students interested in the game so um you know one of the things we are learning if you could teach them and educate them and make something exciting and the children are advertised everybody wins in that situation yeah and not only that one thing that you guys do well is and you maybe it's because of your experience that you talked about earlier on about google expeditions you know there are some people out there that say that google cardboard and uh, google expeditions kind of wrecked vr for some people because that's people's first impression of vr which again you alluded to this was not very interactive and so some people hear the word vr nowadays and they're like eh i remember the 360 stuff and i remember the google cardboard and and they're kind of closed off as to how it's progressed so much your games are highly interactive and they offer as you said discovery and sandboxing and so they're so well done that uh, like i said i'm excited to see uh, the newer versions of Baby Hands. Let's talk about uh, Mars XR, which is another game that you have uh, listed on Chicken, Chicken Waffle's website. Yeah, Mars XR came out of um, a conversation working with the Space Foundation, which is um, out of Colorado. Um, they were, you know, basically discussing with us about, um, you know, Mars experience. Uh, we actually made... It's funny, we made the Mars XR actually originally on the Magic Leap. Um, it just never took off the Magic Leap. <laughs> we actually shot an AWE on the Magic Leap. But now, you know, we poured that over to um, the VR. So um, we, again, you know, we haven't released that title yet, um, but it's coming. Okay. I look forward to that one as well. Oh, well actually, I didn't really explain it. I'm sorry. I mean, we're basically okay. Rover that you virtually, um, you know, you get to control and you drive the Mars rover around. You learn about the different parts of the Mars rover, um, how to, you know, you actually build it. Um, it's a very educational experience with, um, you know, we worked with the Space Foundation on. What, again, I would argue that you guys uh, almost have a, a great formula going here. And what do you think, what is sort of the secret from your eyes to designing a good game? Well, first, we don't like to call them games. We call them experiences. <laughs> um, yes. And the only reason well, why we do that is if we don't say we own a VR arcade, we say we own a VR center. It's just some, you know, the word arcade and games have a very negative, um, you know, negative thing with moms. I mean, moms, are t- I mean, yes, every mom by themselves, they're tired of their children playing games by themselves. They don't, they don't consider it social. Um what we try to do is we build games that are very, very well, nicer games. <laughs> we build experiences that are very, very social that they, that they get exercise in and they learn from. Uh, I mean, if you could do all three of those, that's the golden ticket. Um, and and of course, as we all know from Fortnite and game and game, those are games, games like that. If you could all, you know, the kids all do want certain things. I I, I always say like when I went board meetings and you know different meetings with people like. One of the reasons why Fortnite was so, so like took off so much is to like, and I don't think parents understand this is that it's a very social game. I mean, that room that they wait in before they actually land, the kids love that. You know, they make the dances up, 
kids don't talk talk to each other. Um, we've talked to teachers about this, where um, you know years ago, you know, you talk to the older teachers, they used to have to walk into a classroom and tell the kids to be quiet. Now they walk in, they're all just sitting there, not talking to each other. Even though a lot of them are leaving their phones in the locker room, they don't they don't socialize. And the schools are realizing that. One of the reasons why they started coming into Senatech was schools are doing more field trips because they want the kids to socialize with each other. They realize there's a socialization issue going on that, you know, they're just so connected up to their devices that they don't know how to communicate with each other. And, you know, the problem is the kids don't want to go to zoo. They don't want to go to the museum, but they're sure willing to go to a VR center and they're sure willing Mm -hmm. to play VR. So they haven't socialized as avatars, you know, and learning, exercising, talking to each other, playing together, you know, it's kind of, it's a win-win on both ends. Yeah, I agree with you. Well said. Uh, you know, the other thing that you alluded to and mentioned is, uh, um, you know, worrying about what parents are are thinking. And as a parent myself, one of the things that I've always steered my uh, son and daughter away from is nonviolence. You know, I don't mind them uh, jumping into experiences. And so it's so great to have, you know, companies like yours who are, you uh, you know, sticking to that principle because there have been some brilliant games coming out like Half-Life, Alex and stuff. But I always cringe when I see that they have to add a gun or include violence into the VR experience when it doesn't have to be there. Yeah, it's the first thing the schools always bring up, no gun games. So we make sure that they don't have access to any of those games in our place. Let's pivot a bit because... your companies also are uh, paving a path towards content curation. And so besides developing engaging games, uh, you've also launched something called XR Swim, which is an online platform to access VR, AR content. So there's, there's several platforms already out there like Steam and the Oculus Store. Why did uh, Chicken Waffle decide to enter this market? One of the things that we realized of dealing with schools is that um, schools need their own platform. So what I mean by that is, um, you know, there's a lot of regulations and, um, you know, I think everybody realizes the lockdown with Zoom, um, where a lot of schools are violating their own regulations by being on Zoom, where, you know, you have basically children at the age of 18 that are coming into the, I use the word unlock platform. Um so one, one of the ideas of XR Swim, it's kind of two ideas. One, one of it is it's a site f- for developers where, you know, developers can put on, you know, even that, that test stuff for people to try out for free. Um, you don't have to download an app. That's one of the things we realized, too, is a lot of people do not like to download apps on their phone, especially like AR apps. So you, you could put an app on there and basically be able to do the an AR app on your phone without downloading any sort of, um, you know, app onto your phone. But... Our main idea that, as it relates to schools, since we're talking about education, is that schools could um, white label that. So instead of being XR Swim, it could be, you know, um, you know Joe's Middle School. And, you know, all the students could have full access to that. But it's just the schools, um, basically, the sc- only the students will have um, access to that because it'll be in their name. And at the same time, as on XR Swim, we could also, if they want us to host it on air, we could host it in there and lock it down. So we could kind of leave it up to them on how they want to do it. Um, so that was the idea behind Exoswim. Nice. I look forward to checking out that platform. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a bit about the future. So what 
goals or what fu- what's the future hold for either Chicken Waffle or Center Tech? Um, I just got to be careful. Eh? <laughs> we have a lot of projects we're developing on. We're developing. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, what, what can I talk about? Uh, a lot, a lot more educational experiences. I mean, you know, especially, you know, I, I, I mean, there, there was such interest with schools and the, and the big companies have really dropped the ball on that. Um, I mean, I, I go to schools all, all the time. I think you follow me on LinkedIn. You'll see I'm always posting us at schools and everything. And I'm just amazed the way um, certain companies are, um, their approach to schools. It, 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 there's like a real, with the real large headset manufacturers, there seems to be like a disconnect with them in the schools. And I'll give you one example. We were at a, um, a college and they, they had HoloLenses. They had four Howl lenses, and I said, you know, the, you know, those are ten thousand dollars worth of equipment. I said, oh, where'd you get them? And they said, Microsoft sent them to us. And I said, oh, do you use them? No, we don't know how to use them. I said, well, what do you mean? How'd you get them? Well, they sent us sent them to us, and they just said, give us feedback, and they were free. I said, did anybody ever talk to you? No. Did anybody ever show you how to use them? No. And this was a, was a major Ivy League university. I said, so they're basically sending you $10,000 worth of equipment. No one's ever from Microsoft been there to show you how to use them, to train you, to explain them to you. No, can you help us? I kind of, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, I showed them how it operates and everything. And I'm just like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, wow, you know, and I've seen the same thing. With, you know, when you go to these schools, they have multiple headsets from multiple companies that, that have been given to them. And they, and, but there's never been an implementation of any sort of program that works with the school, like a very serious implementation. So I don't know that I don't know why these large companies don't have on operating that way. It's very unusual to me in the education field. And, you know, there we are, we're just like this local small company and where, you know, we've been to Villanova, you know, we've been to elementary schools. We've been to like third grade. I mean, from God, we even went to a preschool. We, we've been to all different ages. We're studying with these with these, um, you know, what the students want and what the parents want, what the teachers want, what the principals want, what the supervisors, you know, the board, of, you know, the board of directors of the schools. There's a lot of different stakeholders. We, we're just analyzing, dis- discussing with them, testing things with them and really finding out what they want, what they need. And I, I really feel there's a big future in VR in schools. But right now, the large companies, and it really tells me that it will not come from any of the large companies the way they're operating. And that's kind of normal, I guess. You know, you think about social media, you know, you know, in the very beginning, it was a small company out of nowhere that took over that market. And it seems, you know, I guess they're onto other things and they just kind of side doing the schools. So we have no problem. We'll, we'll, we'll gladly, you know, work on that side of the business in the education part. Yeah. And, and, those of us like myself in education as a teacher, we appreciate that. I think the large companies, you know, it's it's too hard for them to offer the individual one-on-one attention that you guys can provide because that's really what schools need is someone to come in and, like you said, teach them, show them, hold their hands for a little while. And some of the larger companies just, just want to sort of push the gas pedal and have things scale right away to make a whole bunch of money. And so yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, well, I agree. They're doing a great job of small companies. Well, some of them become big. Like I'll give you an example, Engage. Engage, We I worked with them on a few projects that we worked with schools. They're a great company to work with. You can get them on the phone. 
they help you. Um, you know, it's not like you're bothering them to work with Engage. I mean, they, they've, you know, they were a small company, they seem to be getting bigger, but, you know, so, you know, it, that's what I'm trying to say. Companies like that seem to be really doing well. well. And then now I see the big companies that begin to work with Engage. But, you know, a few years ago, it was like, I, I'm not sure if I call them, they'll call me back now. But like three, four years ago, when I was working Engage, they were great. You know, they still are great company to work with. So there are yeah, a lot I mean, of companies out there, you know. And Engage has the potential, as you alluded to, which is to students want to socialize. And so having Engage, which is a social VR uh, experience and platform, uh, has a market there that you have already sort of figured out and tapped into. And that's that kids want to go online you know, in VR and, and socialize. So, well, that's what we realized. We can't make everything ourselves. And, you know, that's why we work with companies like, you know, engage and, you know, victory VR and, you know, all these other companies. Um, yeah, I think it's a good, a partnership. And I think amongst ourselves, we work very well together. So I, that's, you know, not, I don't think one company is going to own that this education VR field. It's a combination of everybody working together. I agree. Hey, Bill, is there anything else that you want to say to the audience that maybe we haven't talked about? Um, no, the VR education is definitely the future and AR, <laughs> but definitely VR now. Um, I actually kind of feel like it'll, it's going to be, you know, come together. That's why everybody's using XR. I see that happening. Um, I feel like esports um, right now, esports, they're getting into the high schools. I know they're already in the colleges. That's going to be a combination of it. You know, our philosophy and is always that VR, AR, and esports will kind of become one, and you know, in the educational field, and you know, kind of handle a lot what the um, schools kind of need to be very, you know, move move into the future, futuristic. Listen, Bill, you've been super interesting and valuable to uh, myself as well as the listeners. If people want to learn more about either uh, Chicken Waffle or Center Tech, or maybe even get a hold of you with questions. How could they do that? Um, I'll give you my email. It's um, T-U-S-T-I-N-W at center, C-E-N-T-E-R dot, um, Center Tech. I'm sorry, C-E-N-T-E-R, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to C-E-N-T-E-R-T-E-C.com. I'm a little nervous. Sorry about that. That's okay. W- I'll, put it in, I'll put it in the show notes as well. Thanks for uh, coming on today and uh, good luck with you guys. I, I totally agree with you that I think uh, we're just scratching the surface when it comes to VR in schools and for uh, learning. And so uh, I anticipate that uh, and look forward to things coming out of Chicken Waffle as well as Center Tech. Thanks for being on the show, Bill. Thank you. If you hold on for a sec, we can have a quick debrief, okay? Okay.